0: I have a friend who recently asked me the following Shiloh. He was booking a flight and he was going to return to Minneapolis on a Friday, and there was a more expensive flight leaving earlier in the morning, Friday morning, versus the uh, cheaper flight that was leaving later in the day. So this was pre COVID 19, and I don't think he ended up going at the end. But the question was Is one Makhuyev or is one obligated to spend more money on the earlier flight Friday morning than? You know, going for the cheaper later, fl- later flight, you know, I think it was Friday afternoon already, when the uh, flight would have taken off. So let's, let's discuss the concept of traveling on Friday. This is the next piece in the Chayadam here in Chelek Bay's Kla Aleph. Is a person allowed to travel on Friday? Is there anything wrong with traveling on Friday? Some people say they never travel on Fridays. So what's, what's the source? And what is the Halacha. So if you look in the Gemara uh, Gemar Zach Sukkha, Daf Mendalam al Bays, the Gemara brings from Aibu, Omar Aibu, Mishumar Belazar, Bat Sadik, Aliahalich Adumba Adam Ba'Avish Yoy Samishalish Mishalish I want to not walk more than three parseis on Friday. Umar, and, and, the, and the reason is, if you look at Rashi, is because that you're gonna reach your destination too late. And people will not have food for you, you won't have the proper food for Shabbos, and you're going to violate the mitzvah of the and the Shabbos. Oh, you're supposed to have an Shabbos. So how f- how distant is this Shalish size? So Parsa is about 72 minutes. So you figure a little less than four hours. Rashi says Shlish Hayoim, a third of the day. So let's say a day is 12 hours. So about a four hours traveling. So one should not travel more than four hours on Friday. The point is that it's going to take away from Enoch Shabbos that you're not going to have food at your destination. If a person is stuck and, you know, ends up getting caught up in traffic, he won't have food at his destination. So Amr Kahana comes to Ghana and says, hold on. That's only when a person's coming home. He hasn't been home in a long time. Again, this is pre-cell phone. This is uh, times of the Talmud. So there was no way of emailing your wife saying you're coming home from your business trip. A person just showed up. So that's when he's not going to have food for him. Avalo Spize, but let's say to your, your hotel, your uh, your Shabbos program, then no problem, because either you're relying on the caterer or you brought your food with you. And others say that no, that even for a shbize, that a person would have to travel you know, earlier in the day, making sure you reach your destination with enough time to prepare for Shabbos, and, and uh, even your house, even one's own home where... A person would be happy just to be home, and even if he's not eating too much, still there's a con- there's a concern. There won't be enough time to prepare for Shabbos, and therefore a person should not travel uh, on Friday. Yoiser more than shalish Bar. we're going to call it four hours of traveling. So when you think about that today, if you look at the Rambam, you look at Rashi, that's only when your host does not know that you're coming. So a person would decide that they're going to travel to the nearby city for Shabbos. There was no way of telling them that I'm coming. Even if you lived in uh, recent history, we have to send a letter in the mail. Okay, but if there's no phone calls, so how exactly would they know? So, of course, you would just show up. So when you're just showing up, and uh, some people do that today, they just show up at people's homes. If you're just showing up, so then there's a, there's a problem that... They don't have enough food for you. But if you tell them in advance, so that would not be an issue. There's actually, someone asked me a Shiloh recently where they had a, a bunch of uh, siblings got together and they surprised their their parents. So they literally walked in five minutes before Shabbos. And the question was, are they allowed to do that? So what they did was they brought food with them. We're going to see the bare Halacha is meiko, that if you brought food with you, you can rely that no one's going to start, you know, preparing for Shabbos. You had everything taken care of. But interesting how you had a a case today, in today's world, with cell phones and, and uh, you know, instant communication that people did not know, the host did not know that people were arriving, you know, until five minutes before Shabbos. But if you look at the, the Rishonim, it seems that, for the most part, this halacha is not so practical today, since people could tell their host that they're coming for Shabbos. The Morgan of Rums says, and he adds, that even if you don't tell them, since people prepare in abundance... So, there's no concern that by you showing up right before Shabbos, they're going to start, uh, you know, you're not going to have enough food. Everyone has plenty of food. There's plenty of food to go around. You're going to survive. So, the Magen Ram says, really halachically, from this angle, this Gemara and Sukkah, Daph dalad, of not walking more than Gilmapar Sayyid, so four hours, is not really so practical with Manazad. That's the shita of the Magen Ram. This is quoted in the Mishabura in Simon Rasham Tess. Whatever the Mishabura says, and he quotes from many Achoinim, that Miko a person should be careful the not to travel at some you know, towards when it's already starting to get you know, close to Shabbos. Why? Many times, people are and they end up causing Shabbos. Why? First of all, the host or even uh, your own home, when a person comes right before Shabbos, you pull up five minutes before Shabbos, even when they knew you were coming. But you come in five minutes before Shabbos, they're rearranging beds and Shabbos lamps, and the person wants to, you know, go run into the shower, parking cars, driving to Shul, you could end up having issues of Shabbos. By showing up literally five minutes before Shabbos. So therefore a person should definitely show up earlier. Some of the places can say at least a half hour. A person who, who's going, you know, he's traveling to a sibling for Shabbos. Still, you should arrive with enough time to just, whatever is necessary to set up, cribs, whatever it is. Whatever needs to be done before Shabbos, you should give yourself enough time. That's first of all. Additionally, there's always the concern of traffic and, you know, cars breaking down where a person would, would be stuck in the middle of nowhere and he'd have shilas that come up, what he could do, what he could do, and also he won't have any shabbos. So therefore, the Mishra Buddha says, a person should consider this Let's say a person is traveling and he realizes, you know what, by the time I get to my destination, it's going to be very late and I don't know where I'm going to end up. So, even if it's a few hours before Shabbos, make a decision. I'm staying here. Set up shop in a hotel. Go purchase, you know, some grape juice or squeeze some grapes, make some wine. Figure out what you're going to do for Shabbos. Go to your local Walmart and figure out, instead of saying, oh, rush trying to drive to the nearest, you know, Jewish uh, populated city, perhaps a Russian should not do that. Look at the Mishru. He says it's better to stay in a bakfar and don't have your Yetzirah tell you, now, there's plenty of time. Because we know that it's not necessarily going to work out. So the truth is, one does, one could theoretically get into get themselves into many many shilas when they travel right before Shabbos. Even if you're traveling from, you know, uh, Flatbush to the Five Towns, or from from New York to uh, to Lakewood, if you're running a little late, some traffic on the road, a breakdown, a small accident, a person could have many shilas. So. We're not, this is not the platform to discuss those Shilas. There's Shilas of how late can a person drive themselves. If a person's on the highway, do you just leave your car there and walk out? When Shkia comes, what do you do? Can a person call Uber, taxi? How long is been a discussions, Muksa. Shabbos discussions, muksa, A lot of things that come up. So the best thing to do is when, if a person does travel often, so first of all, if you live on the East Coast, you should definitely have phone numbers of Rabbanim in the Midwest because... We'll answer our phone an hour, or let's say Minnesota. So where I live, my number is three four seven eight three one zero five four seven. If you ever stuck so Minnesota, first of all we're an hour behind New York. Additionally, uh, Minneapolis is pretty north, so we uh, our ski our sunset, especially in the summer months, is much later than Chicago or uh, other uh, Midwest cities. So we definitely have a later zman. So. You know, once in a while, I do get a phone call right before uh, Shabbos, right before Yom People from the East Coast will call me. Literally walking into shul, someone recently got a ticket right before, right before uh, he got pulled over right before he was, you know, about to go to shul, and he had a few shouts regarding muksa license, so he had no one to call. It was, it was literally two minutes before before uh, Shkia. So he called me. We figured out what to do. So definitely, uh, my phone is usually on right before Shabbos here. So you can definitely call me. And if that's later than that, the person lives in the Midwest. So you you should have phone numbers of people on the West Coast, Seattle, LA. That's definitely smart to have some contacts to discuss your uh, your Shiloh if a person is stuck on the highway right before Shabbos. <clears throat> there are a few heterim even when a person is traveling, and he uh, he might ruin out his Oynik Shabbos. There's a heter of Misham Mitzvah. We're going to learn later that a person's allowed to travel a few days, allowed to go on a boat. Mishum mitzvah. So if you're doing something for a mitzvah, so that would be fine. And we mentioned if a person takes food with him, so you have that second, that, that heter of, that there's no problem of oinig Shabbos, I have my, uh, my Shabbos meals in the back of my car. But we still have this concept of the good idea, the practice that the Mishiburah brings, that chacham enad barayshay, stay out of problems, by traveling earlier on Friday morning as opposed to later in the day. So, if you look at the Pisgim, they say that a person, again, it's not a halakhic uh, obligation. This is more of a common sense, logical thing. And they say that a person should definitely give themselves double the amount of time. So And and I saw some poison, this is, you know, New York uh, tri-state area type of sock, triple, triple the amount of time. Let's say a person that takes, I don't know, a half hour to get from Queens to Brooklyn, give yourself an hour and a half when you're doing this Friday afternoon, because you could end up being stuck, you know, on the BQE or on the Jackie or the belt, whatever, uh, pick your poison. So you'll be stuck there. So give yourself double or triple the amount of time. And the same thing would apply to flying. So... When a person is is choosing their flight, so we mentioned in our discussion regarding hitzoa Shabbos Shabbos expenditures, that anything that you're doing covet Shabbos, any money that you're spending covet Shabbos, even if it's covered through the shmirah of Shabbos, we said even buying you know a Shabbos lamp or uh, you know a, a Shabbos keeper device for your refrigerator, so the place you say that yeah that's considered hitzoa Shabbos. So any extra money that you're spending to get an earlier flight. On a Friday morning, one can definitely say that is for Shabbos. And, you know, a person should consider, are they taking a direct flight? Is the city that they're leaving from, is there a place for them to have a normal Shabbos? If they're leaving, you know, from family going to another family. So that's not a terrible idea. How late in the afternoon is it? Are they flying Delta or are they flying a different uh, airline? Are they taking a stopover? So... Various considerations should be uh, thought about prior to flying on Friday. Is it the winter? Summer? So one should definitely think about it when booking their flights, but from a strict halachic view, as long as there's a reasonable you know, amount of time to to get there before Shabbos. And we said at least a half hour. A person should not roll into Shabbos because that's not, it's not earning Shabbos. And people could be machal Shabbos, you know, rearranging beds and cooking food. Additionally, that's not covered Shabbos to come in uh, huffing and puffing from, from the road. So as long as a person would be able to, to do that, sneak a book of flight for Friday and people do travel on Friday. There are those that will never travel on Friday because they're concerned for this. It's also, it's a nice thing to cover Shabbos, but one cannot say that that's a key of obligation. One could travel on Friday, but it's good to keep all these things in mind when figuring out your travel schedule.